Talk, talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Well, hello and welcome to everybody to Computer and Technology Radio. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier, and we're here to bring you the latest news and reviews on everything tech. We were off last week, uh, and we're back. So how are you, Marsha? Oh, yeah, we're getting ready for a maybe, perhaps, maybe... Southern California hurricane or tropical storm or I'm not sure. (laughs) I know it's really bizarre. I, you know, I don't remember this happening before. Probably has. Well, not since 1939. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, 1939. Uh, Yeah, I was born in 1940. So 1939, I wouldn't remember, you know, that was. You just admitted to being born in 1940. Jeez. That was a long time ago. (laughs) You're not that um, old. I, I can see you. You're not that yeah, old. You can't, no, I'm not quite that old. No. No. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So we've got, they say we're going to have 60 mile an hour uh, wind gusts. We're going to have four to five inches of rain. Well, the thing uh, is, it, it's gusts are one thing. We get gusts right. all the time, but it's the sustained winds yeah, that cause exactly. the problem. Yeah, it's not going to be fun. So, hey, did your wife go to the supermarket at least, get a couple extra things? Yeah, we bought uh, all the provisions to lock herself up for 24 hours, you know. uh, 24 hours? (laughs) Yeah, 24 hours, candy, gum, mints. Uh, So, yeah, it's it's scary stuff, though, I have to say. I've talked about, I had a a couple of weeks ago, Marsh, you probably remember, I had a buy of the week that was a survival kit. Yeah, and I had and I didn't buy one, and I should, probably should have done that because I have one in the you know in uh, the closet from t- ten, twelve years ago. Yeah, that, so what? It's still good. <laughs> oh, sure, I'm going to eat that food. Well, uh, yes, but, you would if you had yeah. nothing else. Well, I to guess eat. if there was nothing else, you're, you're right. So yeah, so we got a lot of weather coming our way, and uh, it's coming out of is it coming out of Hawaii? I, no, I no, Hawaii had fires. Well, with that I this know. This is this is coming from south. Below Mexico, Baja oh, Peninsula, oh, okay. right now. Yeah, so we'll know stuff. Sunday, and if you listen to us next week, and uh, and we're not here, we'll, we'll let you know what went on. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm betting Bye. nothing's going to happen. No, <laughs> I'm sure it probably will be less crazy than expected. I mean, California, you know, which we've gone through drought for three, four years. Last winter went nuts with rain. So it you was know, for great. a while, we've been pretty used to getting heavy duty rain. It was really great, really, yeah. really great. Yeah, it was great. Uh, so, so, Mark, was, how many times do you get an Amazon package? I would with say one thing. In, wait a minute, with one thing in the box, uh, and a ton frequently. of packing material. Yeah, fairly. Yeah, I get it a, a lot. You know, where the packing material could have been like an eighth of the size. Yeah, or something like that. I once got a tube of lipstick in a big box. Oh gosh! Up, <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous, and. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, I think Amazon's changed what they ship in. Have you noticed? You know, they have those paper envelopes now. Yes. Yeah, I've been getting those for a while. Uh, yeah. And that makes sense to smaller packaging, obviously. Mm-hmm. So those, and they're easy to open. They're easier to open, frankly, than the boxes are. Oh, those plastic things yeah. are impossible to open. The plastic envelopes. Yeah. You've got to really, really, really. I yeah, use that's scissors. Nice. It says 11% of U.S. Amazon orders will ship without extra packaging. I mean, 11% doesn't seem that much, but it's a start. But that is uh, a start. And But as an online seller, I can tell you that maybe a, there isn't 11% of what I ship out that could ship in its own package. Okay. 
And what do you, you know, if I as an individual seller sent a pair of shoes out in a shoe box that was right. just taped up, I think I'd get a lot of flack from the buyer. Yeah. I'm but sure. I think Amazon, because they give you the option, supposedly, on the page, whether you want it with extra packaging, you can choose it, whether you want extra packaging or not, at checkout. Um, you know, you'd, you'd expect that shoebox to be just taped together. Right, of course. So I think this is a great idea because, man, so much Amazon waste. Oh, yeah. We try to reuse it as much as we can. Do you? Uh, maybe Leslie does. I mostly recycle it. Oh, okay. Well, I have zero faith in our recycling, too, so there's that. I mean, yeah. we do recycle here. But when you read the stories of the different states and, and what their recycling consists of, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not so good. They're really not doing a great job. Oh, okay, we weren't going to talk about this. <laughs> Speaking what? of not doing a great job, did you read about the CEO of Ford? No. Okay, so the CEO of Ford took their brand new flagship uh, F-150 electric truck out. I don't know what it's called because we didn't plan this story. And he did a road trip on Route 66, which sounds like a great thing to do. Mm -hmm. When he was done, he said, this is BS. I couldn't charge anywhere. (laughs) Oh, no kidding. Yep. And this is the CEO of Ford, whose Ford has said most of their push is going to go into electric vehicles. Yeah, right, of course. So if there's no infrastructure, what's the deal? Wow, that's interesting. I mean, that, that was a big deal for him to say that, I think. Yeah, that I was... would say so. <laughs> wow. A lot, of, a lot of crazy stuff going on with cars now, with electric cars. Uh, I have a few friends that recently got electric cars. One of them got the I, I, Ionic, maybe, Hyundai Ionic, or one of those, and loves the car, actually. Absolutely loves it. It's a cute car. Yeah, it is a cute car. And uh, so, you know, there's some of that, but I I don't actually to this moment know what the percentage of electric cars are versus gas cars, but I'm guessing it's not much. Yeah, I don't know. But, you know, California, our governor said, it's time. (laughs) You know, we're going to have to definitely... uh, Yeah, by 2035, is that still the number? 24, I thought. 24? Yeah. Wait, no, no, no. You're talking about to convert to all electric? Uh... That all new cars to be sold. No, I don't think it's 24. I think it's 34. Yeah, that uh, would, 24 would be next year. Okay. Yeah, no, there's okay. no way it's next I'm year. I'm Googling like it because, man, I don't know. No, I'm pretty positive it was 2035 or something. Okay, California electric cars. Is California going to require... Yeah, it's 2030... Wait a minute. 2035, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, they couldn't do it next year. There's no way. Twenty thirty four is going to be a big year for buying cars. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Right. I yeah. mean, that would be the time to get it. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. You know, California can mandate it, and then who knows if in twenty thirty four who the governor is, and they reverse their mandate. I, you know, that's a long ways off. All I know is whenever my, oh, you know, I drive an ancient car. I, I just drive an ancient Cadillac. It's more than ten years old. <laughs> But it never fails. Somebody sticks a note under my windshield wiper saying, I want to buy your car. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, it's a nice car. <laughs> Happens it's, uh, uh, all CTX, the time. is that what it is? CTS. Yeah, that's a great car. And it's an older car, but it was the first year of the new design. 
and it's a stunning car. And I'm going to drive it until it, it's not going to drive anymore. That's just it. I love right. it that much. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's pretty. Oh, it is. It's a very pretty car. It's a very nice car. So, okay. So we got that done. Oh, and if anyone wants to buy a beautiful gold 1985 Corvette, I have one for sale. Has under 50,000 miles, one owner, garage parked. And California car. There you go. You know where to reach us. <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting. We'll negotiate, yeah. but not selling it cheap because yeah, it's there you a go. great car. <laughs> um, anyway, so back, so back to the Amazon story. So, you know, it's funny because it's still 11% still represents millions of packages. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. so, uh, and I don't know how many, like I said, I don't know how many packages Amazon actually ships on a weekly monthly daily basis but it's a whole lot well you know i think when they use and then but to me plastic is just as bad is worse probably than boxes they have those thin plastic bags that they put things in too which is horrible but Uh at least they're trying at least they're trying and uh i gotta give them props for that uh, yeah, and uh, and I think that's good, and it's a good. It'll be a good thing for everybody, I think, at this point. So uh, hopefully that will be the case. Uh, now, GM translation, which G- Gmail. gives a lot of Gmail. translation things. Gmail, Gmail, yeah. translation. Yeah, Gmail. You said right. GM. <laughs> uh, G- yeah. So what do you got on that? <laughs> um, well, you know, we have a lot of Android stuff today because, you know, everybody in. Uh, the iPhone world is waiting for the new updates and such. So mm-hmm. uh, Android and Google have been working on developing new stuff. But what's really cool, uh, Gmail for Android and iOS devices now have a native translation capability. It will detect a language and translate the email automatically, which I think is huge. Yeah, that's and, a big deal. And I didn't know that it's been on the desktop for for a while. I, I never noticed it, but supposedly it is. And it's compatible with 100 different languages. So very cool. And I'm looking forward to translating some of my emails to English. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that would be actually nice. Uh, I know it's nice, you know, on Twitter or, or what I guess we now say X. I still can't get used to saying X. Um, you know, it's nice when you get a foreign, um, uh, an email, uh, not an email, a tweet in a foreign language. You just yeah, and you can translate. I love yeah. that. I love that. Yeah, that's that. great. So yeah. to translate a message on mobile in Gmail, you know the little three-dot overflow menu at the top right of the email? Yeah. Just click that, and there'll be a drop-down to uh, translate. And you can right. pick what language and whatever you want to do. I yeah, think that's it's a nice great. add-on. That's definitely it, it, a nice it's add-on. It's good. Yeah, like you said, it, it's nice for us to be able to converse with people with other languages when we don't have to go learn them. Right. <laughs> no, I, I just, think that's a great, that's very, a great device. Very I mean, Not cool. everybody speaks multiple languages. So uh, it's a good uh, add-on to have for, you know, especially for email, if you get something you, that you uh, don't understand or can't read. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, And good. then... So Google's really busy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the whole thing about air tags. And air tags uh, are fabulous. They're just great. And I'll admit it, they're wonderful. But um, you know that they sometimes are used for bad deeds. Mm-hmm. They're slipped into women's purses. They're oh, yeah. hidden in people's cars. Yep. Um, you don't need to be tracking everybody, folks. But people are doing this. And this is pretty bad. So Android is rolling out unknown tracker alerts. I found it on my phone. And it detects air tags that might have been nefariously placed on you. By the way, that nefarious I got from 9 to 5 Google. I, uh, good writing, folks. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, a non, an unknown tracker alert is set sent when someone else's tracker is separated from them and detected to be traveling with you and out of Bluetooth range from the owner. So there you go. You would get, in other words, if you were sitting next to them in a car, you would not get the alert. Right. But the minute you're separated. And if you want to double check to see if it's running in your Android phone, Mm -hmm. uh, you have to be on Android 12. And you go to safety, uh, go to settings, of course, and then safety and emergency, and then personal safety. Or if you're on Android 11 and older, there should be a new unknown tracker alerts menu. So look for either of those and double check and set your settings and you're good to go. I think it's great. We're going to, I'm going to be testing it. We're going to get one to test to see how it works because I want I want to know what it does. And you can do a manual scan, which is like a 10-second scan of, uh, you know, if there's one around you because it's not tracking all the time. You can allow alerts, uh, which means you can, your phone will no longer trap, allow alerts, which is on by default. Which means your phone will no longer automatically scan for trackers traveling with you. And you can, oh, and previous detected trackers will be deleted immediately. So that way, if somebody gets into your phone to see if you have this, you're covered, which is cool. Yeah, it is. Um, And uh, you can still do manual scans. And if you do manual scans, those do not appear in your history. So that's very cool. Yeah, that that is good. So, you know, if you have a spouse or somebody who's checking your phone and things like that, it'll look like you don't know what you're doing. But when you receive a travel, t- tracker traveling with you notification, tapping it opens a map to see the travel history. So you can see where where it got to you, where you've been with it. You can play sound to help find it. And that will not notify the owner. It will just ring on the AirTag. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I think it's a very good feature. Yeah, I think it is. It's, um, I'd want to know. And I am going to test this because I'm crazy and I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I think I, I, dealt, I think it's a great uh, add-on to the feature. And uh, yay, moving along. So, um, Well, uh, Google apparently now is doing end-to-end encrypted messages. Now, that's a feature that's been on WhatsApp for a long time. Right. Uh, and I'm surprised but it's But the whole thing a- about WhatsApp, it just bothers me. Just because it's meta. I don't right. trust it at all. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> I mean, I, I use it, 
but I wouldn't put anything important on it. No, correct. And, you know, Google has been trying to get with Apple to interact. They are not happening. They are not talking. They're not interested. And this, people who have an Apple device can use Google Messages if they want. Um, it is just an app. Google has implemented RCS messages, which will replace regular SMS and MMS messages. Mm. And we on Android will finally get to see videos and pictures in full res. Yeah, that'll be nice. Because, I mean, people sending a video to our phones in the past has just been a nightmare. You really, really couldn't. Have you ever seen how bad they are? Oh, yeah. So you can have to find find it on your phone. Um, you can enable it or disenable it. I guess that disenable. is what you call it. Disenable. Yeah. Um, so just go to messages settings, RCS chats, or it may say chat features depending on your phone mm-hmm. to disable or toggle next to RCS chats, and you'll know when a text you've sent has been delivered to the phone. When the person has read it, if they enable that, and it makes everything so much better. The people yeah. that I use it with, I'm very happy with. Right. Hey, uh, bear in mind that uh, end in encryption, of course, uh, say, for example, in WhatsApp, they can't see it. And the only persons that can see it are you and the others. But I think that if, you're, if, you, were, if you were able to download a program to look at your phone you're going to probably find it on your phone still. Well, you have to delete it. <laughs> That's I mean, the problem. And I think, I, we, do we have any guarantee that they don't keep it on their servers at their they end? They claim no. They claim they don't see it. Uh, the only people that see it are the, the people that are on the actual uh, message uh-huh. thread. Uh-huh. And then, you know, now the only thing is that if you delete it on your end and the other person doesn't, then yep. it's still floating around. Right. Uh, but remember on a phone, which now these days have extremely high capacity compared to the old days of using phones, that the items on your phones do get overwritten over time, but it may still be stored on your phone. You know, so if, you're, if your phone is stolen and somebody's smart enough to read your stuff, it's probably still on there somewhere. Yeah, so, don't, don't put anything on your phone. Just... Just well, yeah, stay honest and don't, don't have anything you have to hide. <laughs> yeah, right. Simple. Don't put anything on in anything in any kind of message that you're trying not any, you know, you don't want anybody to see. So people that, are going to find out and that's just the way it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. So HIPAA online. Now, HIPAA, of course, being the Medical uh, Protection Act, which is. Yeah, did see, you know what it stood for, actually? You know, well, I did health, it one time. It stands for Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act. Okay. Health insurance, that, that's not protecting me. That's protecting some insurance company, I think. Right. <laughs> yeah. Kind of interesting. So what, what about it? They're online. Well, you know, when your doctor has a portal, it's there to protect your privacy. Yep. But anything that you send up to that portable, up portable, portal, I don't know for sure that it's covered under HIPAA. Because HIPAA only covers stuff generated from the doctor. So, you know, there's that question. For example, when you go to the doctor's office and they ask you for your social security number, do not give it to them. 
there is no reason that they have to have it. They always and ask. actually, all, they all, all exactly, and never do it because all it is doing is it's going to be sold. All the data that you ask is not for di- they ask for is not necessarily for diagnostic purposes. But unless you're dealing with a doctor at the moment of the data exchange, that data can be sold. Consumer-generated data is not protected. So all that paper and all the information, never, ever again give your social security number Mm. because those are the ones that get caught in the breaches. Right. Just don't do it. They don't need it. There's no reason that a doctor would ever need your social security number. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, although, of course, all the health companies and everybody else has your social security number. Why? Because how... you gave it to them. Well, yeah. And, yeah, because always... you gave it to them. Because there's no reason. I've looked this up because I researched this story because I talked about it elsewhere. No, they do not need it. <laughs> It just yeah. say no. Yeah, I, I, you know, and I bet you that there will be companies run across you saying no. Well, then we can't help you because we yeah, require because their because their whole basis is then on selling your data. Right. I mean, I so, think at some point you just have to say, no matter how safe and secure I try to be, somebody's going to get my information. Uh, it just mark impossible. your social security number should never be out there. Of course, it shouldn't. But you fill but out you're all helping the time. it. You're helping it along by giving it to someone, and that piece of paper you've written it on, right, is in a medical office that sure. maybe twenty people work in. Yeah, of course. And who's to say not one of those people would be copying them down and selling right. them? Yeah, they could. I mean, it's it's ludicrous. They do not need it. That's why you have an insurance card number. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Very interesting, huh? Well, yeah. You know, do protect yourself as off. You know, as I say, protect yourself as much as you can. And even if you try to protect yourself, it doesn't sometimes work. So, uh, what you may have to do is get like Marsha and I have used, and they're they're not a sponsor, but uh, LifeLock. You know, yep. LifeLock looks for Social Security. If you go into a open a Nordstrom's or you know different stores, they require your Social Security number. And what? if you, yeah. Yeah, they what? require that. Who so, does? Wait a minute. Run that by me again? Well, if you want to open an account, let's say you want to go to Nordstrom's. Oh, well, because they do credit check on you. Right, correct. That's different. Yeah. But You're asking for credit. Yeah. But they, they're asking for credit, so you've got it. So what LifeLock, again, this is not a commercial, but uh, LifeLock does is if someone tries to use your Social Security number, they will alert you, hey, was this you trying to open up a new Nordstrom account or whatever it is? Um, and you, and they check that and they let you know that that's happening. I remember years ago when I first started with LifeLock and I tried to apply for a, uh, there was some kind of special thing. I don't even remember what the store was. I was oh. buying my car. <laughs> well, that, yeah, well, there you go. Well, this was something else. It was buying some items or something and we'll give you 25% off if you open a, you know, Nordstrom. I don't remember who the company was. And so I did that and it rejected I said, what do you mean to reject it? I'm going to have like perfect credit. I, I don't know. Well, it turns out that LifeLock intercepted the information yep. and got to me and said, hey, is this you? You know, yep. if it isn't you, somebody's trying to use My Social phone Security. lit up like like Fourth uh, of July. Right. And when I was trying to buy the car and it was LifeLock, call, email, <laughs> notify, 
get right. hold of us because we're right. not going to let this go through. So that that was really useful. Yeah, exactly. When you talk about, you know, privacy today, uh, totally off topic, um, we were talking, I was talking with someone about the new electronic driver's license that go on your phone. Right. I just want to give you a, a little warning. And we checked it out yesterday. If you hand a policeman your unlocked telephone to read your driver's license, right? you have just agreed to let him look at your phone. Interesting. Because remember, your phone is private unless they would have to get a uh, subpoena to get into your phone. A policeman can ask you and you can say yes. But if you're worried that there's something on your phone that shouldn't be seen by the police, if you show them your driver's license, they have every right to go into your phone. And that's scary. Yeah, absolutely. And see pictures or whatever's going on. So, you know, privacy, privacy, privacy. Well, exactly. Uh, All right. So moving on, have you ever had a warning on your phone that says, I, you can't use your phone right now. It's heated up, and you have to wait till the uh, heat dies down before you can use your phone. Only you once. Only once. Yeah, it doesn't happen to me very often. Every, as you say, every once in a while, that does show up. So you do get a notice that says, uh-oh, stop. The phone's too hot. Uh, and that could be, you know, for a multitude of reasons. You left it sitting out in the sun. You left it in a hot car. You know, we're all careful about cracking a window for our children and our pets, but uh, for the phone, you probably don't think about it. You may just leave it sitting in the car in direct sunlight or in a hot environment. Uh, overusing your phone when it's charging could be a faulty battery or a charger. Might be some bugs in the software, rogue apps or malware. So or a, a bug in a bug in the uh, little port where you clean. The phone. Yeah, it could be a, a bug bug or a bug bug. Uh, a little exactly. ant crawled in. You know, yeah, he maybe. fried. Hey, you never know. <laughs> Uh, but even a malfunctioning application can uh, really cause you problems on the phone. So those are probably the main reasons that you're getting a phone that's, you know, that's locking up. But what it does to your phone is, one, you can't use the phone when it does that, uh, or it can slow your phone down, or it can charge uh, very slowly or will completely stop charging. It'll weaken your signal. Uh, your camera flash is temporarily disabled. You know, multitude of reasons, uh, lasting damage that could happen to your battery, your SIM card, or other parts of the phone. So you have to be very, very careful. Keep your uh, phone away from direct sunlight when possible. Um, You know, if you're at the beach or you're laying, you know, in in the grass, it might just be too hot in that area. So you kind of want to cover your phone if you can or, or keep it out of direct sunlight. Um and you know keep it in your pocket maybe yeah but or I got to tell you that business of putting it under the beach shell yeah it's baloney uh, you, <laughs> it's just baloney it still gets hot yeah it still gets hot oh it's still yeah if you're out look if you're out in hot weather it's going to get hot the and question be, is how hot to be honest I uh, burned a camera out on a laptop oh wow by working outside in the sun when writing okay. a book yeah okay so. Te- uh, temperatures, either very hot or very cold, are not good for your devices. Yeah, you want to keep your internal temperature somewhere between 30 degrees and 95 degrees Fahrenheit or zero degrees and 35 degrees centigrade to pre- uh, prevent overheating. 
So uh, you want to be very careful about that or you're going to find a note. And I, like I said, I've had it happen a couple of times. Marsha, you said the same thing. Uh, you want to be careful that you don't leave it out from that. Uh, you don't want to use graphic or processor intent apps when your phone is charging. Yeah, duh, I've done that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've all done that. Uh, you don't also want to update your phone system uh, when there is some heat issue going on because it might cause you to brick what we used to call brick the phone, which means it didn't work anymore. Uh, probably want to buy the better chargers. Don't buy third-party chargers. Spend you know, the it's extra interesting. Money. I used to make little labels, and now sometimes I just write with a Sharpie on right. on the uh, little block which that which phone goes with that or which device goes with that. Right. Because I, we have a ton of them at our houses. Yeah. Because because we've had a ton of devices. Of course. But. It makes a difference which one goes to which one. If I use my Samsung one on my OnePlus phone, doesn't work so well. So you have to pay attention. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, that's that's important because we, you know we all use our phones for everything critical now, and um, so that's the story there. Okay, uh, so you ever wonder how your hard drive is doing? Uh, yes, I do. Oh, so we're we're skipping uh, Chromebooks, right? Yes. Okay. So we look just at the to... notes on Skype. Yeah, I'm trying to look at twelve <laughs> different things at once. So, uh, okay. Uh, the issue is how you check your hard drive's health. And well, you... when they say all hard drives fail, do they really? Uh, yeah, I mean, I uh, don't uh, believe I remember. <laughs> now, you know, I've upgraded my computers through the years, and, you know, solid-state drives are different than the old kinds of drives that had spinning and moving parts. So the, the more solid-state uh, solid drives are really more dependable and reliable. But even having said that, you still want to back up your information. So, you know, they can, they can drive, you know, they can fail. You don't want to leave your hard drive. Uh, everything on your hard drive that's important, like Martha, Mar Martha, is your name Martha now? Uh, Marcia, you know, you write books. So how do you back up your work? I just have, well, let me see. I've got my Google Drive. And I also have one, two, three, four, five, six, six various hard drives, external hard drives that I'll plug in. Right. And back up stuff to that occasionally. But mostly I Google Drive. But when I write a book, I back it up. When, yeah, I, I back up everything that I can. Right. Yeah, it's a good idea. So anyway, checking, uh, if you want to check the health of your drive, there's a feature called SMART, S-M-A-R-T, which is self-monitoring analysis and reporting technology. Uh, and your computer will automatically notify you before, theoretically, before data loss occurs and the drive can be replaced while it's still functional. Uh, in Windows, you can actually manually check the smart status of your drive from the command prompt. So just go to a command prompt on there and type CMD into the search bar. Okay, on... how do you get to a command prompt? Well, you, you go actually... to the type, you go to the lower left corner of your screen. Right. And in that, where you would type to search, just type CMD there. And right. then and what you're going to see is a little old-fashioned computer screen pop yep. up on your screen. Yep, exactly. And that is the command prompt. Yeah, so you, you get – and then you type in, again, the CMD, 
Um, and in a pop-up window, it will bring up a uh, description, a model status, whatever, and it will return PRED fail if your drive's death is imminent uh, or okay if the drive seems to be doing okay. So that will kind of give you a warning, which, you know, and honestly, I haven't done that in a long time. Uh, but it's a good idea to do that because if you've got precious information that you haven't backed up, and not everybody backs up daily. And if you've got important information on your phone, you should back up daily. Yeah. Daily. Well, well, I don't do it daily because I'm not necessarily adding, adding new things daily. Right. right you correct. Know? So. Um, and then, you know, the storage on these things should uh, read verified if the drive is healthy or failing if there's a problem with the drive. You can also install utility programs uh, for more data to find. Holy uh, cow. I just got a text message Yeah. from the Los Angeles City Alert. Tropical oh, storm too. Hillary bringing heavy rain and strong winds to L.A. starting Sunday. Yeah, Get ready well. today. And it has a link. Uh, that just came on my phone. Yeah, exactly. I got the same thing. Tropical Hillary Storm, uh, uh, Hillary, and another one from L.A. City. So, yeah, yeah it's coming. The, it's a coming, as they say. I know. Uh, it's really sunny by my house. Yeah it's, well, it's a, yeah, it's warm out today. So uh, we'll see what happens uh, there. So anyway, th- that's a good way just to back up your information and to make sure that you've got the information you're looking for. So uh, yay for that. And um, let's see. Okay, okay. so Stri- let's do the top ten streaming because yeah, we'll hey, we we could be getting a tropical storm any minute. <laughs> yeah, we got to pack up, pack up, and get the hell out of here. Uh, okay, so the top ten movie streaming. I watched this, and it did. It hasn't gotten the greatest reviews. It's with Gail Gadot. It's called Heart of Stone. It's kind of a CIA Gal Gadot. Uh, uh, what did I say? Gal. Gail. 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 Gal. Gal Gadot. Uh, who is, was, of course, Wonder Woman and is this beautiful lady and uh, good actress. She's in Heart of Stone. It's a Netflix movie. It was fun. I enjoyed it. My wife and I both watched it. Uh, like I say, not the you know not a brain you know surgery movie, but uh, a good movie nonetheless. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That was a fun movie. Also, that's available. That's uh, number two on the streaming charts. Uh, Red, White, and Royal Blue. Don't know what that is. Haven't watched it. Uh, Android City, which... Asteroid City. Or Asteroid, I'm sorry, Android. We just did Android Story. Uh, Asteroid City. I tried to watch the movie. I just couldn't get into it. What's it about? It's about a play that they come at the beginning of the movie and say, so you're going to be watching a play here. And then it goes kind of into the real city. And it's about... um, You know, honestly, I can't even tell you because I kind of got so bored by it. The color, the color, and the and the graphics of the film are beautiful, but the movie didn't love it. So anyway, that's Asteroid City. Uh, kids number five, like, and, and it's what I'm sorry. What's number five? Oh, number five is Super Mario Brothers movie, which I heard is cute. Um, Spider Man, you know, Spider Man into yep. the Void. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's number six. Number seven is where are you number seven number seven babylon. is babylon which i mentioned before couldn't watch uh they cloned it uh, let's see they cloned it tyrone watched 20 minutes of it couldn't watch it uh dungeons and dragons fun enjoyable movie and last one bones and all and i don't know what that is because i haven't seen it but those are the top 10 this week in movies what do you got in tv Okay, well, I just wanted to add that the Barbie movie <laughs> yeah. is going to be available for download, of course, purchase 
uh, from Amazon Prime on September 5th. So if there's nothing on TV, you can just buy the Barbie movie and put it on autoplay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, what do you got on um, TV? Okay, number one, I haven't seen the new season, but only Murders in the bi- Building. How did you like it? Love, I love that show. Okay. Great great acting and a surprise, I don't want to say who, but a surprise guest star this season. Yeah, I saw the surprise guest star and it just, I don't like the idea that the cast is starting to look like an elitist crew, but yeah, that's well, just me, you yeah, know, okay. I, I don't like show, that. Though. Really good show. Lioness, yep. I know nothing about, is I'm number two. It. It's good. Number, it's... Th- number three is Painkiller, and I believe that's about the family who... Uh, Manufactured hydrocodone. It's supposed uh, to be interesting. Oxycodone. Yeah. So I'm going to be watching that this week. Uh, number four is Suits, Love which you show. couldn't pay me to watch. Oh, it's a great show. I know it could be, show. but I don't like Meghan Markle. So you yeah, know, there's well, that. Well, it was Meghan Markle before she was Meghan Markle. Uh, yeah, she's she... the Yoko Ono of our time. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a good show. It's a really good show. Good. Um, I hope yeah. they made their money from it. Yep. Anyway, Hijack was number five, and that was friggin' spectacular. Yeah, excellent Have you show. seen it? Yep. That was excellent. great. Dark Winds. Don't know mm, that I don't one. know. Haven't seen it. Number seven's Twisted Metal. Thoroughly enjoyed it. It's a fun movie that was a video game made into a TV series, and it was fun. Number eight is Billions, and I yep. loved the series all the way yep. through. This is their final season, and I haven't seen any of the new shows, but and I can't imagine it sucks. Back, uh, uh, Rhett, what's his name? I can't remember what his, uh, his name. Damian Lewis, whatever role. Damian Lewis, great series. Yep. Number nine is Justified. Also I haven't excellent. seen it. And number 10 is currently my favorite all-time series, yep. The Lincoln Lawyer. I yeah, adored terrific. the first season, and the second season was even better, yeah, if that was very, possible. Yeah, very, very good. Uh, very entertaining show. I like it a lot. And that comes from a series of books, so you can look that up, The Lincoln Lawyer. And if you want to read, there's a bunch of books that you can read and get all these stories in book form. Yeah. But watching them acted out is great, and he does an incredible job. Yeah, exactly. There's some, there's actually a lot of good series floating around, and there's not much new TV, obviously, because of the uh, the writer strike um, and the SAG strike. So there's not a new a lot of new production being done right now. So hey, that's it for us, huh? There's the yeah, music. Well, be everybody about... in California, stay safe, and uh, we'll see you next weekend. <laughs> stay dry, folks. Yeah. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen on WS Radio and all your favorite podcast networks. So please like, subscribe, and tell your friends. We give it a good shot. We've been doing it for a long time. You have a great week, and we'll be back next Sunday. Sounds good. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.